This is the Patriots Post Game Show, presented by Cyber Reason. Brady drops back on the play fake. He's pressured. He's wrapped up. He's sacked. Matt Judon has another for the Patriots back in the 28th. Turn that man loose. The Patriots Post Game Show, presented by Cyber Reason, with Hardy, Mike Dassault, and Paul Perillo, is your source for all the news and information following every Patriots game. Jump from staff to Mac Jones. Fires to the end zone. Caught at the goal line. It's a touchdown it. yeah. for Hunter Henry as the Patriots add to their lead. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. I hope y'all keep that same energy for tonight, baby. Can't wait. <laughs> Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. Slipping yeah. and sliding, he was like a cat. Pop, pop, yep. bang. Yeah, the uh, the Bills, I want to say, gave uh, the Patriots a pop, pop, bang tonight, but it really didn't. It was it was one of those games where the the Bills just kind of had to show up, and the Patriots kind of took care of the rest for them. Uh, 24-10 the final from Gillette Stadium tonight. The Patriots uh, lose at home to the Bills in a, a very unceremonious fashion. We like are that. We are here for the that's post-game a, show. That's a tremendous open by you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, tremendous. All right. All right. Um, Set the stage. Uh, it's uh, it's Hardy, it's Mike Dussault, and it's Paul Perillo here. Uh, taking your calls, 855-PATS-500. We've already got them loaded up here. I'm going to be taking your emails, too, webradio at patriots.com. But your initial thoughts, Deuce, go ahead, lead us off. Yeah, um, you know, I thought the defense a little ugly on the start, but I thought they, you know, opened the door and, and held the door open for a little bit there. The second quarter, third quarter gave the offense, you know, at least an opportunity to, to maybe get a score, to change the complexion of the game, maybe put a little pressure on the Bills. They weren't able to do that. Um, you know, I just I think that this game is just kind of a, a, a perfect example of what the season has been. Um, you know, I, I think the defense is, is okay. I don't think that they're terrible. I think that they're solid. I don't think they're one of the best defenses in the league, but I think that they are a good defense. I just think the offense is uh, – it, 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 I, I don't know the word to choose right now. Um, it's a non-starter uh, this season, and it has been since the start. You got out there tonight. You had absolutely nothing. Um, you know, you had one big play from Marcus Jones and, and some garbage time yards, uh, about as bad as it's been all season long for the offense. And, you know, this is probably going to be what we're going to be talking about here for the next six months. Okay, so I'm not going to get into a lot of this right now, but, you know, I I question even your willingness to give the defense much credit tonight. I don't think they were horrific, but there were some key moments in that yeah. game where things could have at least stayed um available to you in terms of staying in this game and 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 possibly making it close and the defense that they let you down too not to the extent the offense did yeah i think yeah i think you guys are both right yeah absolutely i totally agree with you guys 24 points yeah i mean they they gave them i i don't think i i was talking to mike as we were walking down i don't think the defense played as well as only allowing 24 points will indicate but the bottom line is they only allowed 24 points, and I think Mike, you had hang on something. What was your what was your your kind of double entendre dirty uh, key to the game? Uh, uh, hold, hold on hold, and hold, finish. Hold on and finish. Yeah. Well, they they yeah. did the hold on part. Yeah. And it wasn't always pretty, but you're right. I I don't think the de- and Hardy, you're yeah. right too. I don't think the defense was great. But they did enough to give them a sniff of a chance, and the offense was just non-existent. Part of those, uh, part of the, the the Bills only scoring twenty four points comes in the fact that they they really let it fly a couple of times. There was, I think, it was the last possession in the first half where they 
Was that was that the last position the Bills had in the first half where they just kind of let a couple fly that could have been yeah. both picks? Yeah. Like at that point, they kind of knew that they had the game in hand. Well, even I, then. I, I, I think that like, they, ah. I, I think that they, um, they were looking for daggers and they thought even if it gets picked, well, they, so what? yeah, well, and they they got a dagger and got a call back, you know, on the holding call sure. on Tommy Sweeney, um, but you know, like you guys are saying, I. You know, I'm just looking at the stats now. You know, nine for fifteen Buffalo was on on third down, and you know what that allows you to do? It allows you to hold the ball for thirty-eight oh eight. I thought it was going to be so. Not only the oh. Patriots' offense couldn't do anything; it never had the ball. I I thought it was going to be worse than that. That's the first thing I looked at too. It seemed like the the Bills were able to convert on all but three third downs tonight. I yeah. can't believe all the third, I can't all, believe there right, were six and, third right, downs. And then it was like a third and on. 20 that they had a holding call and then a, I mean it was that, it was ones that That's I why mean, I don't think the defense necessarily it was when yeah. you know you get a, I, look, a very <laughs> questionable offensive pass interference on Diggs in the first drive leads to a failed third down. Can I can I just like we we don't have to talk about the defense being good. Like mm-hmm. I didn't mean mm-hmm. to make that point. I feel like this is going off the rails of like we're going to get an argument about the defense. Like, no, I, I no. don't, don't want to talk totally about that. Totally opposite. We yeah. talked you know what I feel like right. we, no, we, we talked on sure, the way down. All of a sudden it's like Oh, everyone thinks the defense played great. No. Like, I'm not trying to say that at all. And I don't think I we'll get I don't think we'll get a ton a of calls bit, about that. But the bottom line is they only allowed 24 points yeah. and they weren't the reason you lost. No. The yeah. bottom line The reason is, you lost is offense. The bottom line is we have an hour and a half, two <laughs> hours to fill and if I want to create an argument with Deuce and, and somehow invent the fact that he's you know, supporting the defense, I will do that <laughs> and, as a means to fill the Hardy. <laughs> Hardy, right, by our two. there's your peak behind the curtain. We've okay. known each other for a good ten years now. Going, you know, when we we met at uh, NBC Sports Boston, doing our chin wags on uh, the uh, the late night shows. Sure, right. When have I ever been anti-argument? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, but but you're right. Now, I, I don't want to paint Deuce in that picture. Uh, I, I know. I, 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 I just don't want to spend time arguing about stuff that like that. I mean, the, let's go in on the offense and just crush them because right. that's what deserves to happen right now. Let's, I don't uh, want to spend get it started here. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, Paul. Yeah, just any any more initial thoughts before no, we go? I'm with okay. you guys. I All think right. you both made great points to open. All right, let's let's get it rolling here. Now it's time for the good. Pretty good. It's pretty. Pretty, pretty good. The bad. Hey, what happened? And the injured. Ah. Ah. You are a gay. Good, the bad, and the injured brought to you by the good players, the bad players, and the injured players. This is going to be a mercifully short segment tonight <laughs> because. We're fight each other over these guns. Well, I mean, we're, well, there'll be a handful of goods. There'll be so many bads, I don't even know that we have to, like, mention them, and then, you yeah. know, we'll kind of get on with the rest oh, yeah. of the show. So, Paul, you want to lead us off? There's, yeah, we got a couple don't, of goods. Don't take that one, though. Just kidding. Um, okay. <laughs> don't I'll leave ta- you. I'll leave you the one. <laughs> uh, I'll go. Here's my good tonight. Uh, Josh Uche yeah. was as yeah. noticeable and impactful in a game as I've seen him. Good one. Um, yes, he was taking advantage of a, a backup, but uh, that, like, little uh, DeMarcus Ware under move, where he sort of uh, ducks underneath and gets the edge, causes a strip sack at the end of the first half. Patriots were on life support. It's 17-7. The Bills are in your territory. They're at least getting a field goal there. And not only he prevents them from getting a field goal with the strip sack, but he, he set up an opportunity for the Patriots to get within a touchdown uh, with a field goal of their own. Unfortunately, it didn't come to fruition. But Josh Uche, I thought, was yeah. active at, at other points in the game, too. I thought he was giving uh, – uh, was it Daniel Quessenberry? One of the Quisenberries. Yeah, it's not Paul uh, Quisenberry. It, David. It's, it's not not Dan Quisenberry either. Um, but uh, I thought he was good tonight, so I had him on the good list. David. Okay, so David. he was active. 
yeah. active. Go ahead, Parry. Like you that. take him. You take him. Come no, on. No, no. You take. You want me to take him? Take the, right, take take the guy him. and talk him up because he yeah. deserves it. No, Marcus Jones, um, yeah. you know, just that was a, a great play. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, but, I mean, I, I think we're all excited. I'll tell you what I mean, it was. Yeah. It was dynamic. It was dynamic. It was, a, it was the one dynamic play on offense that uh, the was. Patriots uh, gave you tonight. And there's been such a, a dearth of those this year. You just, the, I mean, you, they haven't happened. And, you know, to, to, to pull away here as you're seeing Poyer, I mean, I didn't know if he was going to get the corner on him, but, um, you know, uh, of all the things that have, you know, not really happened this year or failed to develop this year, Marcus Jones is one that, that continues to come on. He, you know, got some early time on defense, didn't really seem like he stayed out there on defense, which I thought was maybe a little bit strange to, you know, have him out there initially. And then it seemed like Jack Jones picked up more of the snaps uh, as it went. But, you know, the guy's making plays in all three phases now. Um, maybe that's a little overstated on defense. But, um, you know, really, you talk about Isn't not many. That, that's funny. What? He's made plays on offense. He's made plays on special teams. He's a cornerback. He hasn't <laughs> really made anything on no. defense. Hasn't got much of a chance yet. Well, uh, and that's kind of what's troubling to me, Deuce, is it's not that this guy, they've identified this <laughs> diamond in the rough, this planet player who has to play in all three phases. Yeah. They just put him in on offense because they don't have anything else. No, and, and he so played a little. They, yeah, yeah. Now he did play some offense in college. Yeah, yeah. That's but, it's not completely foreign to him. But I'm. What but if I'm, they had a good offense, he wouldn't be playing offense. That's what I'm saying. Yep. It's not that he's so good. We got to find out a way. No, we just got to find something. But isn't it just crazy that that's like the only play that he's even been in, and like he actually makes a play? And meanwhile, we just been, it's like trying to get water out of a rock with a lot of these other guys. It was just fun to watch, and he did, your he leading did, receiver tonight. I know two for fifty-one and a touchdown. I no, well, yeah, I mean, well, go ahead. I'll, I'll well, the my one good. This, I, I, I got there? one left. I got one left. Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, that's all I got. I mean, yeah. ten carries for which for fifty four like, yards. He had the long of sixteen, but he did. He yeah. was he was technically your leading receiver with. Uh, six receptions for uh, a, a total like, of <laughs> a total of twenty four yards, yeah. and they're showing his fumble here. Like you know, like I, and I'm not even putting him on there because of I, performance. I yeah, I didn't I, have him on. Like I just think without him grinding out yards again, like you would have had n- even less than what you got. I mean, you, you got basically just Marcus Jones and Ramondre as it was. I you know I don't even know where they would have been with Ramondre. Not even uh, a superstar outstanding game. I mean, in a normal nice week, runs, he doesn't make the good right, list. Yeah, right. I, I I didn't have him on the good list, and and not. Looking to get again to your point. I'm not looking to get into an argument about yeah. him saying he was bad because yeah. he wasn't bad. I, I just think that early in the game when they're trying to play conventional offense, he it wasn't his fault. I'm not blaming him, but he was he was completely shut down. And you know, you sh- the the fumble could have been a huge play. Yeah. He was very fortunate there. Um, the 16 yard run came on third and 18. Like. Yeah. That's even like, hey, great, neat. You know, you gave us five extra yards to punt. Yep. Right. Um, right. Th- th- you know, oh. again, it's not his fault. He's working behind a patchwork offensive line. He didn't have any room to run. What little yards he got tonight, he got on his own. So I'm not telling you he was bad, but, you know, six catches for 24 yards. He didn't really make anybody miss like he normally does. Tough, just a tough, tough night for offense. Yep. Um, is there anything else you want to put on the good list at all? Don't feel like you have to, but you know, before we the move on. The only other thing I wrote down was an individual play where it's seventeen seven, you you know, you get a scoreless third quarter going and you punt on fourth down and you down it at the six yard line. It's good execution by your punt unit, you know, good punt by Pilardi. And I think it was Schooler that got down there and, and got it. Unfortunately, the game ended about eight minutes later, nine minutes later, when 
the Bills went 94 yards. But that was a good play. I tell you what. By the punt unit. There were some, there were some nice punts tonight. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> they were. I like to party. Right, that's, that's fine. Okay. Um, we could do bads all night, but we won't. Let's just single out a few things that really, really stick out that deserve special mention. Paul, yeah. is, there, is there one you want to lead us off <laughs> with? I just thought in a game that you had to be really effective offensively, you start off and I thought you were really sloppy with your ball security. Yes. Third down, and less, third down and less than a yard. It looked like uh, Mac Jones and Ramondre Stevenson weren't on the same page. The, I, the mesh point wasn't right. They looked like they were too far away. They fumble, um, and they were fortunate to get it back. I would love to know what happened on that. You know, you know. And, and then the first drive, and, you, and you're thinking, is, is that – is that Mac? Is 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 it Ramondre? Is it like what happened? What happened? I, I don't know whose fault it was, but I I'm just talking either. ball security in general. And then the play before Marcus Jones's touchdown was the Stevenson swing pass that he fumbles. Yes, and Aguilar. I mean, that ends up being a huge play because I think they got more yards on the fumble than they did on the actual play. Uh, it's close. That so it close. you know that that was a big play. I just thought in the, on a, in a game where you needed to be special offensively, you come out and fumble the ball twice in the first quarter. Right. Right. Bad. Right. I mean, it was on my just, bad list. It's them. It's them this year. I was I trying mean, to think. Is it cold? Is it is it something? It's just this is what it is. Whether it was warm. I mean, this is sloppy. Right out of the gate. Big game. Hey, huge game. Uh, Got to win. Divisional rival. They kicked your ass last year. You got fumble the snap on the first like three if, snaps. In. If you can't do a lot on offense, if you if you are limited in what you can actually um, do, and, and you're shrinking the 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 playbook, or you're just going to have a limited number of things that you can do, whatever you do, you have to do clean. And that is the furthest thing from like, clean. Like look you get at a that. good look. You could see how far apart they were. They're like like either what, Stevenson was too wide, I think or Mac didn't open up enough. Like what? What day OTAs do you think that is? Handoff, right? Like and that's the stuff April, when when Bill says we're just early. working. Yeah, it just didn't look like Mac was. On, it, I, I, if if I'm watching this play without knowing anything, I'm saying Mac isn't in the right spot. I think you're right. I, it, Mac's he, footwork seemed all off on that play. But it doesn't seem like Stevenson's really looking for the ball, does it? Like, I mean, it seems like he's kind of going to block. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, it could have been a run pass option. I mean, I guess he's. I don't know. Or I'll tell you what, Mike. Now that you're looking at it, and you're saying Stevenson wasn't really looking for it. I wonder if this is supposed to be a play action yeah, fake. Yeah, right. It looks kind of like he's I doing the half-hearted. I, 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 I don't know. I, I think it was supposed to be a. A handoff, but we'll never know. But you know, again, it just I goes back. If to somebody asks, well, maybe that, we will know. So maybe yeah. they'll find out in the po- in the uh, yeah. locker room. Yeah. Well, and somebody mm-hmm. will probably ask Bill, and I'm sure Bill will will tell us exactly Ooh. what I was supposed to happen on that play. I'll have to watch the film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. What do you guys got? Oh God, Ooh, Freddie, um, quick! I'm just going to throw Judon on there. I mean, it's just you know, look, this is what's happening again. Here we are. I hate to w- say one it. QB hit. I mean, and I'm sure he's getting plenty of attention, well. and we'll break the film down and all that stuff, but. It's just not enough, you know. You don't have Barmore in there. The, p- the pass rush is going quiet again. I mean, I hate to single out Judon because I-, I think you know you probably might put more blame on say Dietrich Wise on the other side, or you know somebody who wasn't picking up the slack. They were getting the one-on-one matchups, but between Wise, Daniel Aquale, um, you know Uche did pick up a couple sacks, but just Judon, the pass rush, they couldn't get to Josh Allen. They just cannot get there. No, no matter who's playing left tackle. It's the same thing we talked about. We got a semicircle around Josh Allen, and we're pushing our guy, watching him. He's going through his reads, and then he finds somebody open. And I mean, it happened again a handful of times tonight. Bossman Fred Kirsch joining us with some very aggressive eyewear. I had uh, a, I had a 
come in disguise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> People are upset now, with me. Are the, are the Why? Cr- because you were looking for something special tonight? Yep. You got it. Yeah, you did. Are the crickets coming in later, buddy? There was buddy, a, there or was a it, Bill's or punch. Is it, is it just you, buddy? What's that? The crickets. Are they going to be joining you also? Oh, Buddy it, Holly. I get that. Hey, give me go. some. There you go. I, I didn't get that reference. I did. I don't listen that's to That's from your era. I know, but I don't listen to the Hardy Music Show. <laughs> that, that's from it's the not pr- the Hardy Music <laughs> Show. <laughs> There's no angst there. Oh. Um, hey. Yeah, what do you got, hey, Hardy? Hey. You, ca- you caught us right in the middle of the bad list. Keep I, going. I'm, I'm just listening. You know. What do you got, Hardy? <laughs> I mean, just defensively, uh, I, I'm going to say, you know, you, you can say it's Judon. You can say it's um, whatever whatever plan they had didn't work whether they were treating Allen as a passer first and and not looking to contain whatever plan they had it was evident early on that it wasn't working you looked at that time of possession at the end of the game and when I first took note of it it was at the end of the fourth quarter when I believe the time was 3143 versus 1346 yeah I said okay. it was way out of whack until that last drive to nowhere yeah. way <laughs> out of whack to the point where defensively you needed to dial up something different much earlier on in this game. Now, I don't know what it was, but to the point you made kind of from the beginning, Paul, the Bills scored 24 points. What they did mostly was hold on to the football and stay on the field. So, you know, we make uh, a lot of noise about the offense and, you know, what things that they could be and should be doing differently going all the way back to camp. Tonight was a night for the defense where you've got a defensive-minded head coach You've got some defensive minds who might be doing other things on this team right now, coaching-wise, but they're still supposed to be defensive guys. And I'm thinking to myself, this that's all you could come up with was a, was a way to allow the other team to be out on the field almost by a factor of three times more than you yeah. through three quarters of this it game. Tough. It was a tough bad, night. Bad, bad, bad job by them all around. That was I don't I I don't have a more succinct or eloquent way of putting it, but defensively. Uh, uh, a, a lack of effort like that or a lack of planning like that uh, and then I, well, let's face it Josh Allen he wasn't all world tonight he made some he made some pretty neat plays uh, if you're just a um, you know kind of an empirical football fan but he wasn't unbeatable tonight no, that, that was not an unbeatable no, you didn't Bills get you didn't get the tonight. A game from the Bills <laughs> offense no, no. Um, it, I, yeah I and mean they it, had their way with you up well and the down problem the is they didn't need anywhere close to their A game because Right. Patriots Playing offense gave them no threat. Exactly. Completely right. Freddie. I mean, you, you got up 7-3, and then they quickly came, made it 10-7. From that point on, yeah. they were just toying with the mouse. Yeah. It was the cat toying with the mouse. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, go ahead, Paul. Well, the, the other thing, and I, I talked about the ball security early on was my first bad. I would also you know, take that and go to the overall discipline that we've been talking a lot about lately. Penalties, and there weren't a ton of penalties in this game, but they had five in the first 17 minutes of the game. They had five penalties, holding calls, uh, pass interference calls, the intentional grounding. They had two penalties on one play. Just they were very fortunate to get off the goal line without a safety on that play. Um, It looked like that was supposed to be something that was was a quick hitting pass play. The tackles looked like they were cutting, and then Mac is doing everything he can to get rid of the ball just outside, you know, the shade of his goal line. So I just thought five penalties by the 13-minute mark of the second quarter and capped off, by the way, on that drive with a delay of game on the punt. And I know that you're probably looking to see if you can draw him offside, but you can't – when you're at, like, your 15-yard line, you can't afford five yards there. And when you know your kicker isn't 
doesn't have the kind of leg, you yeah. know, your punter. Every yard counts. Yeah, you six, know? six penalties, four declined as well. So ten total calls. I mean, some of them, you know, came on just ones uh, they didn't I even mean, need. That's as close to a safety as you can get. Yeah. And that's what the second possession of the game. Yeah, uh, I think it was the third. But yeah, I mean, third. Yeah, yeah, third one. What else we got, Deuce? Ah, uh, where else to go? Hold on. What did I? I got, I got a quick yeah, one here. Jump in for me. It was kind of a clock management thing after okay. the turnover toward the end of the first half. Whole, uh, huge, huge one on my, on my list. Absolutely. Uh, th- yeah. They they play offensively, and you know I already mentioned the defense, but offensively they play like they don't know. Now what? Now what do we do? We get this gift of a of a turnover. You know, you make a play. It's not a gift. It's not a total oh, gift. Oh, it was a huge play by Uche. It was a great play by Uche. Now what are you going to do with it? You're going to waste time. You're you're going to not play with any kind of urgency. You are going to get yourself into position where you're close to field goal range, and then you're going to burn seven seconds off a clock when you're down to, I think, 30 seconds anyway, and then call the timeout. I'm watching it. I'm thinking, I, I don't always know. There There's, you know, there are people who seem to have like this inherent sense of when to call the timeout, when not to. I'm saying that timeout, timeout. What are you doing? What are you doing? I watched seven seconds click off, and then they called the timeout because it was a third and one, and it was kind of like everyone realized all at once, oh, we really need this here. Hold on. Let's call the timeout I'll tell you and what figure happened. out how to get it. Well, what happened? Because no, I, no, I don't, I don't know. But th- th- this was huge. I'm, like We were all talking about it at the time live, but they ran the ball in second and one. Yep. And then th- they thought they got the first down. They, you know, and when they, you know, they're expecting on on second and less than a yard, they're going to run it. They're not going to be expecting us to run it. We're going to get a yard. We're going to get a first down. We're going to run to the ball. And we're going to spike it. When you don't get the first down, you can't spike it and set up fourth down. Right. And that's why not only it was a bad play call because they didn't get any yards and the clock ran and they had to call timeout. Do we? Are we? done uh no i just i bumped oh, this okay. thing here and it doesn't like to be bumped um so not only they didn't get the first down they had a waste of timeout and they wasted about 10 seconds before they called the timeout because they weren't prepared to call a timeout so it was a complete and total cluster and I'll, I'll give you the the sequence right here so they get the ball at their own 42 with a minute 20 left and two timeouts that's an ideal situation to at least make it a one score game at the half yep. right so they go Stevenson for 14 yards. Right? Great. Now it's first and 10 at Buffalo's uh, 44 with 54 seconds left. They go to Myers, pushed out of bounds, clock stops, for nine yards. Why, with a stopped clock, do you decide to come out on second and one and run the ball? Go to Myers on the sideline again and see if I can get another nine. I have two timeouts. I have the whole field at my disposal. This, to me, was a complete and total breakdown from play calling to operations to mindset to execution across the board. Total fail. And I don't want to overstate one drive, but I don't know. In in my my dealings, a one-score game at half is much better than a two-score game. A field goal there would have been very valuable. Absolutely. So, So they go second and one. They get nothing with Stevenson. They have to call a timeout. And Hardy, you're right. They waited till there was 34 seconds. The play was snapped at 50. They didn't call timeout till 34 seconds. It's Beca- and I'm telling you, it's because they were going to spike the ball on first and ten, and then they realized it ain't first and ten. We can't spike it. So then they have to waste it by calling a quarterback sneak. It's third and one. 
You don't need to sneak it. Do what all the other teams do and throw a 16-yard pass on third and one. Right. You're in plus territory, right. and you're threatening to score. Right. Like, to me, if you... You, you know, bu- you burn a timeout, and that's what you come up. But with. throw a fifteen-yard pass. Throw a ten-yard pass. If it's incomplete, now, now I run the quarterback now sneak. sneak now, it. You now, now you're in go for it. And so of course, after the quarterback sneak, you have to do what? Call a timeout. Call a timeout. So now we're down to thirty-two seconds, and, and we're at the Buffalo thirty-three-yard line. You have no timeout, and, and you're so what does that mean? And so when if you have to set up for a field goal, you can't stop the so clock. What, so what's off the table? I'm, I'm at right. the thirty-three in the middle of the field. I'm at the thirty-three-yard line with thirty-two seconds left. Touchdowns off the table unless the Bills completely fall asleep. Right, and you can't run the ball. Yeah, you can't run the ball. You, as Fred said, you can't go over the middle. The only way you're going to be able to score a touchdown is if somebody on Buffalo completely has a brain fart. So it's so you end up with a field goal. Sorry, Hardy. No, go ahead. It's a 48-yard field goal, and your guy can't kick those well, when, when it gets cold. It, his leg is tired. <laughs> Fred, had, Fred had a theory that. He's got a tired leg. Because that, that's another one on a bad list. I, like, I'm down on the, on the whole approach tonight. Yep. But um, like part of this, so we have to activate Tristan Viscaino to kick off tonight. Right. And he can't get it beyond the five-yard line. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I bet Nick Folk can do that. I mean, it's... It, Fred Fred surmised that maybe Nick Folk's leg's tired, so that's the end of my rant. Maybe he has tired blood. He needs Geritol. It cures tired oh, blood. Yeah. Um, just two quick things. That's a good rant, Paul. Um, Thanks. It was, a- yeah, it was excellent. I, uh, it was excellent. I think there's some issues with some in-game awareness yeah. up and down the, the roster and the coaching staff right now. Violent agreement. And let's also not forget the reason why they're in that position in the first place is is twofold. Number one, great play to get the ball back. But what happened on the Patriots' possession before that? You went three and out, burned about 45 seconds off the clock, and gave the ball back to the Bills with two minutes and three seconds and all their timeouts. Correct. You were very right. lucky. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> what, and that like, was the point where they were what? just kind of chucking what? it a little bit. And, and, and oh, by the way, got a little Lucy and oh, by there. the way, two, you know, two plays before the strip sack by Uche was a 50-yard touchdown was called back. Right. And it was a good call. I'm not saying yeah. it was a fluke, but, but I got news for you. Josh Allen didn't need that hold. Tommy Sweeney held Matt Judon in that play, unquestionably. He didn't need it. He was rolling out around him, and he was throwing that pass whether Sweeney held Judon or not. So so it could have been 24-7, to your point, Hardy, because they didn't do anything offensively. As bad as that sequence was and the way you broke it down was brilliant, Paul, let's not forget about the possession the Patriots had before that where it was a quick three and out, burned almost no time, gave the ball back to the Bills with just over two minutes. They got a playoff before the two-minute warning, and you were – Fortunate to get the ball. Yeah, back. that that series was uh, f- started at the Patriots' fifteen, incomplete to Stevenson, screen to Marcus Jones for three yards, incomplete to Myers, punt. Right. So the the Bills ended up getting the ball back at their forty-three. This is why I'm saying, like, again, you look at the end of the day and you say, "Wow, Patriots defense wasn't that bad." You know, they, there was a lot of good fortune for the Patriots well, defense today. W- yeah, and like we said, the Bills let up. They oh, at the, end, at the end at of the, the end game. At the end of the third quarter, by, from the end of the third quarter, they yeah. they were not intentional about scoring. They were just intentional when about When have you ever seen them just line, up, right, line right. up with the, like, the extra uh-huh. linemen and just say, we're just going to grind right, it out? Right. And it worked because they ran the ball. Oh, well. yeah. Thank God because it kept, kept, it the, kept the clock running and we right. got under three hours tonight, Freddie. 
you know, but I mean, yeah, you know, it's like you can't help but wonder, you know, would if you had scored, if you had put the pressure on the Bills a little bit, you know, I'm not saying that they would have made mistakes, and but you never even oh, put yeah. any pressure. If, if on your them offense had given the defense some hope, yeah. maybe they, you know, who knows? But yeah, but the Bills, there was nothing threatening no. about the Patriots tonight. You know, and yeah, and that's and like and, and Paul had a, a you had to bring rant. a guy out off the defense to score a touchdown. You know, it's like I'm just I'm struggling. I, it's to, great, but. <laughs> You know, what are we doing? Seventeen ten at the half is it just feels different and of I don't it does. know I don't know that you hold the Bills scoreless in the third quarter. Maybe they change their mindset a little bit and and become a little more aggressive. But, but it's to Mike's it's, point, make them do that. Make them right. yeah, make well, them ha- get, they yeah. never put any game pressure on them. Don't, yeah. don't no. make us sit here and question as to whether or not they would have changed their approach a little bit. Just right. yeah, get it in get it into a makeable range for a guy with a tired leg. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Telling you, um, I, I, I'm just, I'm having trouble getting down to individuals on this bad list because no, I'm just, I don't I, have, I, I, I don't really I, have any. I'm just, I, I think the thing that I'm most upset with is the coaching decision to point the offense in this direction, starting back in the summer, and mm. it, oh. it has failed. Origins, it's failed. You know, like I don't, I don't know how, how it's anywhere like an to cut story. it. There's been exactly no yeah. progression. There's no reason to have any confidence in any of this going forward for the rest of the season, much less going into next season. So, like, that's where I'm at right now. Well, I'm just know, frustrated that this, this this has been a disaster, and they're continuing to make the same mistakes. They can't string to a drive together yet. And, you know, how much more proof do you, you know, need? This I, is what it is. I, I, they failed with I'm this. not kidding. When I, I really do have thousands of people that are on this blog, and, you know, hundreds of them send comments. So I'm, he- I'm hearing. It's kind of a big deal. No, no, I'm hearing from hundreds of fans during the game. And there was a common theme. What do the crafts think? What are the crafts going to do? What are they thinking? They got to do something. Their name was mentioned in this game more than any other game I remember in recent memory. Like, what are the crafts thinking about this? They that's right. that was a common theme on the blog tonight. Right. Well, I mean, you heard it all off season of you know anybody who is you know critical of the Patriots and and rightly so. But everything that those people who crushed them about this Matt Patricia heart, they were completely right. Like, this was completely the wrong decision. They can't string an offense together. It, I mean, we're in December now. Like, I, so I think something major has to change going into next offseason. I don't know how. And, you know, we're talking about, like, Odell Beckham. Like, I can't even get, like, you know, and you, and you, you can't can say, well, you know, these guys. they had Connor McDermott playing. T- All right. But other teams get decimated offensive lines. The other and they, team had something named Questenberry right. playing on one <laughs> and, one one but, leg. But they figure out like how to muster something that resembles an NFL offense. We we're yeah. having trouble doing that. Like right. I said, we had to pull a guy from defense to score a touchdown tonight. Otherwise, another game where you got three points, seven. Oh yeah, no three. You're right. Yeah. Three. Um, so I have another little not not quite as detailed of a rant, but. There was a, a juncture at the toward the middle to the end of the, f- the third quarter, right? So it's still 17-7. And it was the drive that um, you had a couple of runs by Stevenson that they really didn't block very well. And he just, like, one of them, he went into the pile for, like, a yard, and all the linemen pushed him for, like, 11. He got 11, <laughs> yeah. You know, and then he broke a tackle. You got hit by two guys in the backfield, and somehow he squirted loose. So just real quick. It was Stevenson right tackle for seven. Stevenson for six, plus a penalty on the Bills for defensive holding. So, you know, it's like a 13-yard play. 
Stevenson for 11. That was the play. The whole offensive line pushed him 10 yards. So it kind of looks like, oh, we got it going here on the ground. But if you saw the plays, they didn't have it going on the ground. (laughs) It was all Stevenson, (laughs) and it was all sort of yards after contact. Like the whole team was picking him up and carrying him. So now it's first and 10, Buffalo 45, with 9.28 left in the third quarter. Mac Jones is under center. And I'm looking, and I got my buddy Evan next to me, and I'm like, here's your hard play action, Ev. There it comes. Here it comes. Nope. Hand off to Stevenson. Four-yard loss. Like, I I don't want to, like, make too much of a, like, an individual play call. I think play calling in general is largely overrated. That was a time to take a shot. I'm glad you said that, Paul. It's like, and I was thinking to myself, the phrase I use, you went to the well one too many times here, you know? Okay, so here's what ended up. Take Get get the ball in the air, and, and you might say, "Well, it was one play, like a good." Te- okay, so on the next play, your patchwork offensive line. Fred's talking about like Connor McDermott, which Mac was under siege all night. He only got sacked once, but I mean, I don't know well, how he had like, sixty yards rushing, but backwards. they were all sideways, yeah. right? So Mac did a really good job of avoiding a lot of sacks tonight. But on the next play, he gets completely blitzkrieged and has to leave the pocket, rolls out, and throws a pick to Jordan Poyer and Fred. What was it? What? They ended up overturning it. Oh, yeah. It Terrible call. Right. It's the same as the Hunter Henry thing. Well, it's the stupid. Henry call was worse because right. he, you know, and he broke this the plane like and all that call. shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. But <laughs> this, this was the same <laughs> thing. It's like it was a catch, you yeah. know? Right. Yeah. I think it was the same thing. I thought Hunter right. Henry's was a touch. See, I'm, I'm very consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fred's very consistent. Yeah. Like, it, a catch is a catch. A catch is a catch. You know it when you see it. The guy has two hands. He has it secured. They're two feet down. He's made a football right. move. He made a football I don't know when they decided to just put that phrase, survive the ground, back in the rule book, but they did. He, he made a he made a football move to get two feet in ground, on so, the ground. That is, by definition, a football move. Right. I think he got three. Yeah. yeah. And he's now his knee's down. And then i got to be honest with you. I don't, One, thi- I don't even think two. And watch this. I don't think the There's ball the ever drown. even hit the ground. No, it just seemed like it moved a little bit. The first foot is down. Watch. There's boom, a second. Boom. Then he drags oh, yeah, the right, third. Right. He gets three down. Right. It's a catch in every sense of the word. So and anyway, I believe it so now it's third. About. Now it's third and fourteen, and they throw a short little pass over the middle to to Kobe Myers. And I'm thinking, I'm gonna go for it on fourth down, right? Like if you're throwing the ball that far short yeah. of the sticks, you're yeah. gonna go for it on fourth down. Nope. They punt, and I, I pointed out that that was the one really well executed punt of the night—a 38-yard punt. You down it at the six. Here we go. See if Josh Allen will throw one to us. He almost threw one to us in the first half. Let's see if he throws one to us. 15 plays, 94 yards, 8 minutes, 55 seconds. Game, set, match. <coughs> so that's why I can't like tell you like the defense yeah, or right. the offense. The no, offense totally was right. far more responsible for this loss than the defense. But All right. I mean, you know, part of it is frustration because I think the four of us would all admit the, the other team is better than us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, just I don't even think they played well th- all that well tonight. No. I mean, they didn't have to. I continue right. to be amazed have to. by the quarterback connection with guys like Jefferson and Diggs where, I mean, I said it tonight, watch out for Diggs on this one. You can't stop it. You know where it's going. Yeah, Mike you know got, he's going to him. Mike got very pouty after a while. <laughs> he goes, watch out for 14. <laughs> yeah, there it was. Bing. But – you know, it's just it's it's remarkable that you know even a guy like that who's that good, they still find a way to make yeah. him consistently so and, productive. And not that I think Buffalo played bad because they didn't, but I'm just saying like you didn't really get their they had at I, least four drop at around. least four but, drop I mean, passes. Would you, would you be worried watching the Patriots offense? Like they, one <laughs> of the punts, I think the first punt that elicited the Bronx cheer mm-hmm. was 
a throw that hit Diggs right right yeah. in the four. Yeah. yeah. And he just dropped it. Like on, you on never, third down, right? You never see that. Yeah. Um, there's there's something that has kind of taken over Twitter right now, and oh I, I first saw it from our – That's um, always good. Well, it's, it's coming at me from a few different sources, and now the Mats have picked up on this too. It's, it's a sideline camera of Mac Jones coming to uh, off the field, and Sports Illustrated has retweeted it now uh, with their own oh closed caption. What did he say? Throw the effing ball, effing running game sucks. <laughs> Okay. So he's yelling, you know, toward you know the play callers, toward Patricia, conceivably, or some, you know, somewhere in the direction of. You know what? Shut up, <laughs> because the passing game sucks too. You know, s- shut up, Mac. This is twice. <laughs> you know, this don't week. don't don't do that. Don't separate yourself from the mess, because you're part of it. Yeah. This is twice this week. I am. That's Ladanian Tomlinson. That's Ladanian Tomlinson act to me. You know, where things aren't going bad and all of a sudden I've got the answer. You know, I'm not really part of the problem. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't See, start. But I would, uh, but I got to say, I would rather them throw the ball for incompletions than to take more of those four yard losses. The negative plays are enough. Fine. To Do it quietly with yeah. your OC or your he- yeah. head coach. I'm but with Fred. No. Don't start yelling that crap on the sideline. The passing side game line. was every bit as bad as the running game tonight. You know? no. And he wasn't sharp at all. Yeah. He no. had a lot of errant throws, as yeah. Mark Capello I mean, would say. Of all the people, Taekwon Thornton had two catches on two badly thrown balls. Right, I'm surprised you know? he didn't get, get lit. But up I, I thought he had, uh, I thought he had Myers uh, on a pass over the middle that he overshot yep. him. Yeah, I thought he mm-hmm. overshot um, Parker on a play. The one on the sideline that he, he, I think he drifted Parker too far out of bounds. He hit, he landed out of bounds. I don't think Mac was very good tonight. I mean, I wouldn't put him on the bad list per se because I do think he was under an al- yeah he was an under immense amount of pressure yeah, but I don't think he was very good. But this isn't the game to be saying our passing attack is no and going to save us you know and this <laughs> is one of those games where it starts to go bad and I, you know yeah. people are turning. But and, that's what and happens and as a you leader, you can't be the guy yep. turning it right. Um, can you got you know, to be the guy keeping it from turning. Can I ask uh, just a uh, a quick rules clarification here? Because there's also some people getting on Michael Owenu tonight um, for one play in particular. The player Mac is out there running for his life. He must have you know covered <laughs> oh, fifty yards, yeah, yeah. circling around. And at one point, Owenu uh, is standing there and watching. He's kind of watching him run behind him, and there is there's a, a defender chasing him, chasing him down, and Owenu just kind of lets him go. Uh, Trent Brown was kind of doing that, too, on that play. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I, it's a hard play, though, because you don't want to get down. Are would, you he allowed been, would he have been blocking him going the wrong <coughs> Excuse me, the wrong way? Uh, and I believe that is a penalty. Yes. I would have to see he it. He can't turn his back, essentially, downfield, which he would have needed to do almost. Yeah, you can't hit a guy facing your goal line. That was... Essentially, what he would have had to do it would have been close. It yeah. would have been on. Would an have been angle. hard to do, but but that, look, it wasn't a great look for anything offensively tonight. But especially when 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 your quarterback is running for his life and he was kind of standing still. <laughs> yeah, well, I said to Paul, he looked down, like he had tired legs. I, I mean, it, I said to Paul coming down, I'm like that play sums up this season for the offense for me. Mac just like running around like crazy. People are just kind of standing around watching him. Nobody's open, and he's like losing his mind. 
Uh, just, I mean, it's it's it sucks that all these things are coming out now at the end because I, I don't really don't need any cherry on top of this. Uh, we're going to be doing a, Sunday. We're going to be doing a lot more bads, and we can sprinkle them out. But let's take care of the injured real quick, and we'll get to our phone calls here. Uh, Jacoby Myers took that that tough hit yeah. in the end zone. I he mean, was evaluated for yeah. a head injury, so um, that's something to, to monitor. Seems like he's, but he's just been getting beat up, man. I it's mean, good the last seeing David a, David Andrews oh. back out there tonight, you know, and didn't you know appear to be. I, I don't know. It's so tough to tell. I've, I mean, the, the rest of the offensive line is just, you know, a patchwork right now. But in the fact that Andrews was playing and didn't seem – I don't think his snaps were limited. He's, he's out there. He's I mean, the guy. you say it's yeah. a patchwork, but really it was only one guy out, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Really it was just Connor, Connor McDermott. McDermott. It was the same as their situation right. on the offensive line. Basically. Yeah. It was bad. All right. Uh, we do need to step aside briefly here, and then we'll get back, and we'll go straight to your calls. So uh, hang with us for just a, trust me, very short break. And a big thank you to our sponsor, Microsoft Surface, the official sideline technology provider and laptop of the NFL and the New England Patriots, provides players and coaches with the tools to succeed both on and off the field. Check out the powerful Surface Pro 8, combining the power of a laptop with the flexibility of a tablet at surface.com. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. A million dollars for picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Touchview Interactive from... Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. People questioning the face mask calls? Uh, yes, there is uh, somebody. Uh, I saw People th- are complaining about everything. Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. Right to the phone calls at 855-PATS-500. We start with Christian, who is in L.A. Christian, thanks for holding, and uh, welcome into the postgame show, Patriots uh of course, lose this one tonight to the Bills at Gillette Stadium. I don't know what you're laughing about. 24-10, the final. What do you got, Christian? You know, I'm laughing because, uh, first of all, hey, welcome, uh, welcome, guys. Thanks for taking my, my call. Tough night. Tough season. And I'm, I'm laughing because, it's, you know, it's apparent to me that I'm going to have to say something that I haven't said or felt in about 20 years, right? Oh. And that's that we are a bad team from top to bottom. From coaching to execution, we're a bad team, and it doesn't feel good right now to be a Patriots fan. And this is what it looks like when you don't have an offensive coordinator that knows what he's doing, a guy that can evaluate with some skill and some experience the, the talent that you have on your team 
individual player talent, find innovative and creative ways to get those guys the ball and space in the modern game. This is what the offense looks like when that's your situation and that's our situation. You know, it's almost, it's almost to me at the point where you have to say the season's sort of over, right? I see two or three losses ahead of us, and even if we miraculously make the playoffs, even if we did well in the playoffs somehow, we are so far away from beating this team, guys, that we would have to meet them and face them in the playoffs anyway. And you almost want to go, let's start looking at some of the younger guys and seeing what we have and making a plan for next year. What, what, do you guys agree with me at all? I, I do agree with you. I wish there were more young players to, to look at and that really aren't consider. playing. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I I get the frustration. I can hear it in your voice, um, Christian. But yeah, I I, I don't think I, it's a bad team. team. I think I've it's an average team. team but you're just in, you're just in the mix. You're just in the mix. You're, you're not even anyone. I've been giving my blood, sweat, and tears from other states to this to this uh, okay. team, you, and you, you see you, us grow, and you see us become this this dynasty that that thrives <laughs> on execution. That thrives on, on, on mental toughness. That thrives on all these things that are the fundamentals of football. And you have one main player leave, and to see it all sort of seemingly break down, okay. it's more than frustrating. It's it's disheartening as a Patriots diehard, as a Patriots fan, and you want to start asking some of the big questions. All right, right. all right. Thank you, Christian. It'll be okay. I know you're trying to get in. It's, it's not, not your a fault. fault. It's not your fault. <laughs> I've given my blood, sweat, and tears. I mean, <laughs> come on. Grow up. Oh! Um, this is a very interesting quote. This is, oh, the, you no. know, the stuff I, you know, uh, yeah. Fred, I, I told Mike and I told Evan. Do you remember on uh, Wednesday, I told you about that Tim Hasselbeck comment that he made on ESPN? Yeah, about well, Zappy. Did you get to hear it? Uh, okay, so I, 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 heard, I, I heard it yeah. in context, and it wasn't about people wanting Zappy to play. Right. It was people still harboring some resent for, uh, resentment from the way the Zappy situation unfolded. In other words, that Bill wouldn't just say Mac Jones is the starter when he was hurt. When he's back healthy, he'll be the starter. Sort of let him twist in the wind. And the inference there, and Hasselbeck did not use all these words. He just said there's still some lingering um, <coughs> fallout from the Zappy situation in the locker room, he said. Or, or right. with, not w- with the team. He said, with Mac Jones and with the team. I think that was the, the words he used. And I think that what he's talking about is like Jacoby Myers, who was outspoken after the Chicago game, didn't like the way the whole thing unfolded. This is Mac did you, Jones. Did you see this? Well, definitely Mac Jones. I mean, uh, but and uh, Felger and Maz surmised that there's a gang of five. It's Mac Jones, Kendrick Bourne, um, Jacoby Andrews. Myers, David Andrews, and Hunter Henry. Um, this is a comment. I'm looking at Andrew Callahan's uh, Twitter. Do you see this? I'm seeing it now. This is a fascinating quote. Kendrick Bourne. Uh, Do the Patriots need to play different on third down? Kendrick Bourne. Quote, yeah, man, we need to scheme up better. We need to know what they're doing. We need to know what they want to do on third down. They call this and we call that, and it falls right into what they want. These oh. like if, if you want to be it's going if you, right you want to be frustrated with the way the direction that the team is going, that's a very frustrating yeah. comment to hear out of your locker room after a loss. It's to to Fred's point, you can't say, "Well, the running game's to bleep and not take any responsibility for the passing game." This is you know don't throw it all on the coaches. You know you're a team. Don't throw it all on the coaches. Yeah, we got to execute better. Is the answer to that question yeah. in the locker room? So. 
I think there's something to that Hasselbeck thing. I think there's some resentment in the locker room. I think there's been a, a lack of faith overall in the plan from the start for Mac Jones, and I think that's perme- permeating through some of the members of the offense, and I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. I'm not telling you it's the problem. I think it's part of the I, problem. I've been a little skeptical of that stuff, but I, I believe it. I mean, you're starting to see this come out now. And this, uh, you know, We talked last year about Matthew Slater saying we're at a turning point. I don't think that was a real turning point. I think right now is a real turning point for this team because – Based on the things that are coming out, and I should mention that some people are, are pushing back um, on what Mac actually said on that video. We I haven't listened to oh, it. I, I, I don't I'm not know as concerned about exactly what Mac what said. Slight heat of the moment. I, I just want to, you know, so some people are, are at me. I can't listen to it right now. I don't know what it is, but you know, just regardless. I mean, these things that are happening right now, this is not good. And I mean, coming into this game, you knew it was kind of a must-win, but like. I didn't see it as so much as a must-win to make the playoffs. It just felt like a must-win for the psyche of the team. And I think what you're seeing right now, or at is least like, to play well, kind of it. Like you, like you lost in Minnesota, but offensively, I think there were a lot of reasons to be optimistic. You move the ball at will. You put some points on the board, and you looked like a representative offense tonight. It was right back to the Jets and Colts. You looked like you did against the Jets and Colts tonight. Right. Mm-hmm. You couldn't move the ball, and. Like, if, if Mac Jones didn't say that, I don't care. I watched him on the field. On third down when they fumbled, he banged his his, his thigh like a spoiled brat like he is at times when things aren't going well. And there was another point it's where frustrating. He, he came off the field. I think it was like fourth and six or seven or whatever. It was a punt situation, and he came off the field like, throw it, throw it. Like, he wanted to go for it. It's like, Mac, settle down. You know, like, yeah, what, gi- what, gives, Mac. what gives your coaches any – faith that you're going to convert that okay you know, i know but you want to throw it i want to counter that though okay in a second. i, I uh-huh. am not killing mac heat of the moment on the field like if he, he whether he said run it or not or the run game yeah. stinks or not whatever i i don't think the pit, the coaches coach the second half to win i think the coaches coach the second half to stay close and i hate that i hate it that fourth down play you're on plus territory it was like fourth and seven fourth and five go for that why not? I mean, especially when you're not going to use your timeouts at the end and you're just going to kind of well, th- and then fold at the at end. The you end know, like, with, with 150 know, left gonna, and, you know, you're down two yeah, scores. No, I, mean, I wouldn't hold that against them, but I'm just – yeah, That philosophy to me is not, not playing – Time but to like, be aggressive. But they, be they, aggressive. They, they, kicking a field goal, on, you know, down 17 points. Like, are you, are you trying to just stay close? No, but I, 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 I agree with you, Paul. But what I, what I don't like is Mac hasn't earned the right to start yelling at coaches. Oh, yet. absolutely. You're right about that. What, what has he done to show coaches that this is a guy that we go with it for? You know? Like, yeah. be quiet. Right. You know, for now. Until you've proven that we'll put the ball in your hand on fourth and seven, you know, you haven't earned the right to be mad at your coaches yet. You're right. You know? You're right about that. Absolutely. I, I, I can't agree with that across the board. Like, I couldn't agree with it earlier in the season when who is Mac Jones to be questioning the, the play calls and the offensive plan. Uh, well, no, I, but I'm okay with that yeah, privately. I, I, I'm with you on that. I, like, I'm okay with my quarterback asking why and, and, you know, demanding an explanation about why we're changing this thing up. You know, I, I'm fine with my quarterback asking questions, but don't make a show of it. Mm-hmm. You know, because then that that gets that again. And don't make it out to yeah. be that you've been productive, right? Don't make it out yeah. to be that you've given Bill Belichick faith. Like, why did they kick the field goal last year in the rain against Tampa Bay when it was fourth and three, and they kicked a fifty-six yard? Because you haven't gotten any third downs all yeah. night, Mac. 
if Larry, that's why, if and La- you scored 16 points in the game. If Larry Bird just says, "Just give me the ball with three seconds left, I'll win you." Okay, <laughs> you've earned that's it, Larry, Larry Bird. You're not you're not Larry Bird yet. Yeah. You're not Tom Brady. You're not no, Josh I Allen. Just, I, I mean, I, I think you could hear from Christian's voice. I mean, and I think it's it's the same thing for the players right now. I think the frustration is boiling over. They've been at this thing for four months. It's boiling it's, over and, here. Right. And, uh, well, but, look, but it, listen, it's ruined our, our radio studio. You, <laughs> you, you, had, you, had, you had a guy who, out of the five quarterbacks taken in the first round, was universally accepted to have the best rookie season last year. And things fell apart toward the end of the year. But – what do you do to help him improve and build upon that? Right. You bring in a guy to coach the offense who has no business coaching the offense by by many he's, people's uh, estimations. I think he's five and nine in his last fourteen starts. Nah. To, yeah, to Hardy's point. And and instead of giving you um, not not that he's deserving of 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 more weapons, but. They really haven't given him anything more to work with, and you essentially take a step back in terms of coaching and the offensive game plan for the season. So well, I, want, I wanted to I, give Moby J. Deuce doesn't. Work. I understand the frustration. That's all we needed tonight. Nobody wants to <laughs> see. Nobody wants to see players yelling at their own guys, at their own coaches, at their own oh, yeah, players. I know. But it's the crossfire. I, look, this is real. No. All the other crap that we're going to get in terms of. You know, the the improvement and the progress you showed, whether it was in the Jets game or this, that, and the other, and how things weren't that bad when you played Buffalo, that's all nonsense. This is real. This feels authentic. We, I'm not saying you got to like it, but is he wrong? Is it is it is, no, he, he, is he wrong that wrong, the effing running game sh- sucks? So should David Andrews be yelling at people? Should, you know... Any I, I'd feel name better. a player. I'd people they be yelling? Blame it. I'd people. feel better. I think David Andrews has, like, to your point, like Mac Jones hasn't earned it. David Andrews right. has. He but has, but he doesn't do that because he's a leader. No, because uh, no one is blaming David Andrews and saying that David Andrews sucks. Right. He's hearing it every single day. That he's not the guy. Get Tom Brady back in here. Right. Do so, something. So get rid I have of him. to. Train I have to now. show the world that I'm. I don't like this. Okay. You so know what I mean, it's it's so Mac is at the podium, yeah. I guess. Um, and I'm reading Matt Doloff's. Uh, Dolph. Dolph, sorry. Um, sorry, Matt. Just kind of letting my emotions get the best of me. Um, explained that he wanted to push the ball downfield more with the Pats playing from behind and needing to keep up. Um, they asked him about the video that was making the round. Yeah. So he said short game sucks. Let's. He wanted to throw it deeper is what it sounds like he's explaining. I don't know. Whatever that means. Uh, let's go to it. Is it Sudan in Cincinnati? Am I pronouncing that correctly there? Sudan? Sudan? Yeah, hey. Sudan. I'm can you sure. hear me? Yeah, I yes. can hear you. Hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Paul, I love you. I've uh, been a long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, y'all been amazing. Uh, love you. Uh, hey, so one thing, quick, quick thing I want to point out, I mean, there's a lot of disappointing stuff, right, obviously, in this game. But one thing I want to say, all right, and that is uh, Trent, uh, Trent Brown. So, Fourth quarter, I don't know if y'all uh, noticed that. I want, I want y'all to go back and look at this, this. I noticed it a lot of times. Fourth quarter, second and ten, while Buffalo was up 24, Patriots was seven, and it was shotgun, uh, four receivers go down. Trent Brown literally gave up on the plate, mid- middle of the plate, while yeah. Mac Jones was struggling. To find protection, yeah. to find receivers. Trent Brown did not play well at all tonight. I I agree with you. I I, I mean this. Uh, I I want y'all to every. I have been watching him play 
but 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 this play, and and maybe this was the one that it sticked out. I think obviously it did because I was watching him. But but before then, after that, he gave he gave up midway. He gave up midway while Magic was struggling to find open spots to to go uh, to go left and right and everything. He gave uh, he this he he was not trying. Yeah, I don't want to make excuses for Trent Brown, but. There had to be some reason why he didn't even come out for warm-ups. Oh, yeah. No, right? he was dealing with an illness. Sick. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Yeah. But he just, I mean, he played like he did in the last game, to be honest with you. I thought, like, trying to cut guys at strange times. Uh, even, like, I, I, I never, I'm never a big fan of the cut block for an offensive lineman unless it's a screen to that side. you got to get the guy off his feet so yeah. he doesn't knock the pass down. Because he cut a guy tonight. I think it was at Vanessa. He got back up. He got back up and, and, and affected the throw. Trent was still on the ground. Right. So uh, I think you just take yourself out of the play. Um, how about Eric in New Jersey? Eric, go how ahead. How about Eric? Yeah, you're on the Patriots postgame nope. show presented by Cyber Reason. Eric? Hey, can you, hey, can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We, you know, even though Hardy's operating the board. Well played, Fred. Paul, you're the uncle I never had. Uh, Deuce, you're my guy. I know you're, you're, working, you're working your way into it, but your family – I sent a couple missiles to some of the people that you know said some, you know, some nonsense comments your way. So, but deuce your family now. Hey, right. Got your but, back. Um, oh, people attacking but, me. But, 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 fellas, we we got to we got to address it. I mean, I was in the I was in the camp that you know maybe Mac wasn't the guy. You know, maybe Mac still isn't the guy. But the offensive play calling is is atrocious. I mean. We have Johnny Smith. He's on the cap. He's on the cap for next year for eighteen point five. You got him. Why do you keep throwing the ball to him at you know at the line of scrimmage? And then you know Ramondre Stevenson. He's going he's gonna to get three hundred touches this year. And at what point this guy's going to wear down? And he calls his agent, where you know we're just wearing the guy down for for nothing. I mean, and then this, the, the defense. Bill, you had all offseason to figure out a, a game plan against the Bills. The Bills, we consider the class of the AFC. Whether you said the Dolphins, regardless of what they did, the Bills were the class that, you know, all right, they obviously, they dog-walked us. Again, they dog-walked us tonight. They could have they could apply the pressure more tonight, but they knew they had to do nothing more. They were running easily at, a, at, at, at an easy clip for us against tonight. You did nothing to stop to stop them. They're the class. Them the Dolphins. So what? Like, like at what hope? What, what promise does this team have? I mean, Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia. I, I get it. You're an engineer, but you're a moron. This, this oh. offense is, is, is a need. But I, I, I hate. I, I hate to go there. But at what point does this team take the next step? And, and you guys talked in Deuce and Paul. You guys talked about it this off season. Who were? Who were the young guys? Who would you build around? Yeah. You got to get better players. Who would you take yeah. to build around this off season? Obviously, Ramondre Stevenson, he proved he, he's taking that bill. But who else from that class? Obviously, Marcus Jones. Obviously, he, okay. he, he's taking that That's step. That's too. But yeah. there's nobody, I don't know there's if Marcus Jones is going to be part of the offense, but they need more playmakers on offense. It's the same stuff we talked about all summer, uh, all, all spring. Y- you have good players. I think you have a bunch of two-slash-threes. Like, I don't think that they – I don't think Parker, Myers – Bourne and Aguilar is a terrible group of wide receivers. I, I do strongly believe in you need a stud. The stud takes the pressure off of everybody else. Yeah. And I and I think they're they're missing that. And they're also just sort of missing the guy that Mac Jones 
looks to when he needs a play. Right. You know? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Like Dick, said it in the offseason. Like, he needs I, a binky. Yeah. I mean, Dig, I, and Diggs wasn't like Jefferson last week, but Diggs was the guy tonight. Again, you allowed the other team's best player to dictate the offense. The only difference in the numbers and the stats tonight was – they got Buff- a lead. Yeah, and Buffalo just did what it needed to do. Right. They had a comfortable yeah. – they had a two-score lead for the vast majority of the game. And they. And I was read, I just read um, Josh Allen's transcript. They, you know, they someone asked him, did you just feel like you, you needed to choke him out there in the third <laughs> quarter with that drive? Yeah. And he said, yeah, you know, they're playing too deep shell and they're daring us to run. And I thought we got physical and, and ran the ball. They did. I yeah. mean, the numbers aren't going to jump off the page at you. Um, but – Offensively, yeah, they only averaged three point six a carry, but thirty-seven carries for one hundred and thirty-two yards. So it's it's like let's let's say thirty-four for one hundred and thirty-five because they had the three nail downs at the end. Buffalo's not a physical, grinded out team. Like when they were putting in an extra lineman, we the three of us were talking, Mike, you, me, and Evan, and we're, we're saying, go ahead, like put the extra lineman. Now, for me personally. Night game. I'm, the clock's running. I'm happy, right? <laughs> Let's go. But I wasn't expecting Buffalo to play ball control for two-thirds of the game, the way Hardy said, by yeah. just lining up and running it. I mean, goal to go down on the goal line, third and goal from the one, walked in. Yeah. Devin Singletary walked in easily. Yeah. I agree with everything you said about the weapons, Paul. I just and, and I think where the place I'm at right now is that I, I can't get by – I can't get past the offensive design and, and the offensive install. And, like, I, th- I think these players are absolutely better than what they're putting out in there. But I, th- I think you could have an all-star team with Odell Beckham and Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell out there right now, and I don't know how they'd get the ball to them. I him. think like, it's going to be know, fascinating like, to watch in the offseason. I'd, what they I'd do. like to see I don't know try. where to start. <laughs> I know. I, but I do. I think I it's going to be fascinating because, like, do you guys envision Bill saying, you know, that didn't work. We're going to – Matt, you're going to go well, back to being right. an advisor. Uh, no, and, no, and no listen – I'm telling you, I made a prediction last week on the show. There's going to be an offensive shakeup this offseason. But but like so, does that in- re- require a third system? It might. So well, I don't we'll know about banging, system. We'll be banging on the thigh pads again next summer. There'll be coaching changes. I mean, I, I, I coaching changes. I, I just think I think it's going to be fascinating to watch. Waste of time. This offense, and if you're going to try to build off of this, then you're just uh, like bring someone in, start from scratch. I don't care. You know, that's how bad it is. Like, I, I, I don't know if there's anything to salvage from what they've done on offense over the See, last. Four again, or five I'll months. go back to what I said earlier. The Kraft's name was thrown around a lot tonight. Like, what are they thinking? They don't just get their information from Belichick and take his word from it. They talk to other people too. Sure. You know, and I think, it, you know, assuming this continues the way it is the rest of the season, you've got five games left. Um, they're going to demand changes. Yeah, well, I mean, just, you know, realistically, like, I, look, I give I, I give everybody a little bit of a pass in 2020. Brady left, like, the pandemic, whatever. Like, Absolutely. give them a pass that year. The, the last two years, what's progressed? Like, what's gotten better? If anything, it feels like you're just kind of slowly continuing to fall apart. You know, it doesn't feel like you really – I mean, talk about players you're excited about. I'm excited about Ramondre Stevenson. I'm, I'm excited about Marcus Jones. Uh, but after that – what, what, what are you excited about with this team? Yeah, like, what do you really believe in, in, in? In this league, you know, it's hard to have an elite defense. Your best defense is a good offense in this league. Absolutely. And they don't have it. Absolutely. And that's and I don't know if that's like a holdover from, hey, this is, you know, 2003 where we can win games 1917. 
Um, but I just, I, I, I don't think you can. I think Paul's point about having a guy is, is absolutely necessary. How do you get that Which guy? Which is why that's I teased a, that's, you in the pregame yeah, about OBJ. No, well, if you don't right, think OBJ right, is right. that guy, then that, right, that's right. a different well, argument too. Right. Well, and at the same time, it's like, do I feel like we're one 30-year-old player away? Like, I feel like we're like three three players and five years away right now. No, so, and they're definitely you know. more than one receiver away because they're going to have turnover at that position. I mean, I can't possibly imagine that Aguilar is back. I think virtually everybody else other than Thornton is in question. Um, you know, yeah. Jacoby Myers is a free agent. Bourne will be in his last year. Parker will be in his last year. Neither one of them is a, you know, guarantee to stay. So I think you're looking at a, an overhaul there. You know, you look at the young players, and there was an ESPN behind the paywall. Uh, ESPN had the 25 best players uh, under the age of 25. Lit. Did you see this list? No, no. I mean, no Patriots on it. No surprise there. Um, Stevenson, probably the only one sniff. that really had a sniff, unless you wanted to say Marcus Jones as like a returner. He hasn't really played. <laughs> I know, but even before tonight, you, you know, know? <laughs> right? <laughs> but 25 players, and the list of the 25 players is really impressive. Like, there are good, good players around the league. And just as a point of comparison, Tua, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence. So there's quarterbacks on the list, but not yours. Mm -hmm. And there are receivers on the list, Jalen Waddle, you know, guys like that, none, none of yours. And, again, could you make an argument? I, I think maybe Stevenson. You could make an argument that Ramondre Stevenson could be on that list. But it, it's a very impressive list, and they even have yeah. some honorable <laughs> mentions. Yeah. And. And, you know, and even people like me, and you, you tease me and uh, about, you know, like, oh, I, I just believe that we can put a team together that they're not that talented, but they all believe in each other and they love each other and they're going to win. Because you, <laughs> you still believe in Santa Claus. I, I get it. I do. I get it. You, you still believe right. the Scott Pioli mantra that it's, it's not about the best 53, it's the right 53, right. which only yeah. matters if you have an elite player at the most important spot. I, and I think, like... I can at least fool myself into believing that if you're going to tell me that this is the best coach team in the league and that they're going to play like that. And all right, we're not talented, but we're not going to kill we're ourselves not make with penalties. penalties. We're not going to turn we're gonna the ball over. We're going to be tough. To, we're going to have a good game plan. We're going to throw twists and turns assignments. at people. We're not going to fumble the snap on the biggest game of the year on the th on the third uh, the third snap of the game. You know, so that for me, that's like you know, and, and I I say that you know, kind of jokey, but overall, like if you're not a well coached team. And you're beating yourself consistently. Like, what do you have? Like, you don't have talent. You don't have coaching. You've lost now to, the, to, to this team who really, for the last four years, you should have been pretty much maniacally focused on how to figure out this team and this guy. What have you come up with? Three years. Yeah, Three years. I, I'm that not, they, they, they've owned you. And I'm not Amos Alonzo Stagg when it comes to breaking this stuff down, but I didn't see a whole lot different tonight in the way they attacked the Bills' offense. Um, and just to put a, a wrap on that whole – young player thing is you know just try to think in your in your mind who will be here in two years you know it, it's hard to come up with you know you know barmore marcus jones probably jack jones uh stevenson mac jones uh but like it's hard you know you compare that to like even the jets who i still say i don't think is that are, are that good but you know <laughs> and i heard Albert Breer talking about this on on was it on your show today? Yeah, yeah. I mean, which I, one? I the music show? 
Uh, yeah, no, with, the, with, the with Hardy. With I, I heard Albert Breer breaking down like the other teams in the show. division. Now, I think he was being a little unfair because I, I think two years, three years down the road, it's hard to know how many of these guys will still be around too. But it, it's unquestionable that these teams in the division have more talented young cores than the Patriots do. Uh, I mean, definitely on the Jets, you know, yeah. key spots, key spots too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, I don't even care about Zach Wilson. You know, play Mike White, like. I mean, Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, Patriots got a long road ahead of them. We got a step aside. We're uh, going to come back, take more calls, and uh, your emails, webradiopatriots.com, 855-PATS-500. Thanks to Cyber Reason, presenters of the Patriots postgame show. Great defenders don't just play on the field. They're also protecting your company and data. Cyber Reason on a mission to end ransomware and keep your business undefeated against cyber attacks. Learn more at cyberreason.com slash ransom. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in PC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit okers.com. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. A million dollars for picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. A million dollars for picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. People are questioning the face mask calls? Uh, yes, there is uh, somebody uh, I saw. People are complaining about everything. Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. Right back to the phones, 855-PATS-500. We go to Will in Hawaii. Will, thanks for uh, calling in. What you got for us? 
Hey, how you guys doing? Um, Good. Bet you're not as jacked <laughs> up as you were in the pregame. That was brutal. Um, I am not going to uh, go as far as the caller did a few calls ago and say, you know, I'm giving blood, sweat, and tears. But they definitely have my emotions in a headlock. I am here to make a declaration, guys. Oh. A final declaration. I hope it's not of that, independence. It's not worth any laughs, not, especially not even, that one. Not, not, yeah, not even a little. Not even a chuckle. <laughs> oh, shut up, Hardy. Okay. Hey, wow. Mac Jones is not the guy, guys. Mac Jones is not the guy. And not only is he not the guy, but now he's not the guy, and he's being insubordinate on the sideline. So... That brings me to my second uh, in, 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 in final, I guess, issue. Um, and, and I'm not here to argue with you guys because I argue with Patriots fans so I'm blue in the face around here. Who's better, Zappy or, or you know, I, I argue that all the time. But at this point, don't you think we should try something different? I mean, I, I mean I, obviously what we're doing is not working. Um, so I wanted to get you guys, you know, what do you say to, to Patriots fans like me that just say, look, we're not saying he's better, but but I think he is. Let's just try something different, okay? I'm I'm starting a new movement. Hashtag start Bailey Zappy. I'm going to try to get it rolling on Twitter. Okay. What do you guys think? <sighs> I just think you're putting him in a terrible position. I mean, I I, I don't know why you know you think Bailey Zappy is going to be successful or different. Like I just I think the problem starts at the top, and if Matt can't figure it out or they can't figure it out for Mac in a way that is at least somewhat productive, I don't really have much confidence they're going to be able to fi- figure it out for Bailey Zappy either. Yeah, it's tough because okay, so you roll out Zappy, and, and what if he stinks? Now you're like, okay, Mac, you can come right. back. And now. then you also have you know Paul saying he's been talking about people <clears throat> and didn't like how it was handled. Now you're going back to Zappy, so those people are going to be even more pissed. And if we're talking about a locker room that yeah. possibly could be fracturing, that might be something that yeah, the would only even way exacerbate it. Th- there's only two ways that I think you can go to Zappy. One is obvious that if Mac gets injured, but the only other way to me is if you decide that Mac Jones is not the, not my guy, right? And that you're done. Yeah, I'm for, done with Mac good. Jones because if you if you go away. Yeah. Look, I mean, there's a lot of strange things happen. Who would have ever thought that Jimmy Garoppolo would wind up back starting after the way he was treated over the last couple of years? So you never know. But if you go to Bailey Zappi because you say, Mac, we just, you know what, we're going to go, we're going to go with Zappi here. You've lost him, and you clearly don't think that he's the answer. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I, I find it awfully hard to believe they think Bailey Zappi gives them a better chance. Um, <laughs> who knows? Let, I, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm not a football coach. I'm let these Matt guys play the string out. These it's, guys it's know a, a lot one. more than I do. This if if he's hurt, and it looks like he was like hobbling a little bit tonight. If he's hurt, that's different. But I don't know. But these types of situations have ruined coaches in the past. Yeah. Like, now Bill has the advantage. of no, I know. Not having to worry about that. He's got the cred, <laughs> but but <laughs> it it almost it ruined him in Cleveland. You know. Well, when he went with Testaverde over his, no, uh, he, he ended up being proven right about that. Well, I know, well, he didn't lose his job because of no, that. He, he lost his lo- job because no. they they fell apart. I, I I know, but like that was a tough decision. Those yes. decisions are some of the toughest decisions a head coach can make because the quarterback is just a very unique. It's not like even a goalie in hockey 
where you pull the goalie and you bring in the other guy yeah. until he cools down. Then you bring back yeah, the other you can guy. Play with him. It's quarterback is different. Well, I, I got to say I'm really interested to see what happens because you've got a team that's now gonna you know have a week of prep for Arizona, but then they're gonna go spend a week together, you know, and so they're gonna play a game on the road. They're gonna be kind of isolated. Then they're gonna play another game against. Think they'll have a team you know, brawl. <laughs> well, I was gonna say no, that I could mean, be a bad thing. Usually, I, I, it's, I don't know. Oh, we're bonding. I, and we're together. I know. And, I know. know. And right now, it's it, it seems like you know. Yeah. Go back to the Slater thing. It, it feels like are the, is this are these guys going to bond together or are these last five games going to be just a continued descent into darkness, which I, I don't totally rule out. Fifty three right separate Ubers. <laughs> yeah, and I, I will say, you know, I, I didn't I didn't think tonight was a must win, but I think the two games uh, upcoming are must wins. Those are the two games with losing records. Um, that's the easy part of the schedule is Arizona and Vegas, two bad teams. But you realistically, need to beat them you need to go four and one, right, to make the playoffs. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to win these two games. They yeah. must win. Right. You lose either one of them, I think it's game set match. Yeah. Yes, yes. Dylan in uh, Orlando. What's going on, Dylan? And then guys get injuries. Yep. Hey guys. Maybe maybe first me. and foremost, appreciate me. each of you. Um, Christmas I'm going to firmly, pretty firmly disagree with Will on this one. Um, for reference, in Josh Allen's first two seasons, 78.2 passer rating, 5,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, 21 interceptions. Mac Jones' rookie season, 92.5 passer rating, 3,822 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Okay, can I just different. can I just stop you for a second? Yeah. When you watch Josh Allen and you watch Mac Jones, who do you think has better better skill? No, no, uh, and that was going to be my next point. I, I think Josh Allen is a superior quarterback, but my thing is, you know, part of his development has come from uh, the coaching staff that's been around him, and I hate to beat a dead horse, but my question really is, and I hate to go here because I've never been the type of person to, to pin Bill. I think, you know, when you have a track record of success, you can mess up a few times. But when is he going to start taking accountability for this mess? And I don't mean public accountability. I mean accountability in the form of change. You know, we're through 13 weeks here, and they've made zero progress on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. I don't think the defense is as peachy as numbers suggest either. Um, anytime we've played a competent offense, we've seen a slow burn game, you know, time yep. of possession in favor of the All opponent. All fair points. On the ball down our throat, throw it over our heads, et cetera. So I don't think that Mac Jones is the problem. Um, I'm curious to know when we think Bill Belichick is going to take accountability for the situation. Well, he said it's all on me, right? Yep. Didn't he say that? Well, he said to blame him, and I agree yeah. with the, the caller. Okay. I just The point I was trying to make, and it wasn't taken about the, the coaching, is Mac Jones came into the league much more ready to play in the NFL than Josh Allen did. Josh Allen played at Wyoming, was wild, and needed to be coached up and out of some of that wildness. But it was apparent, and Fred and I would talk, and we were talking about that game on a Saturday afternoon late in the year, I think in 19. Yeah. He, he didn't have a great game statistically, Jeez. but some of the plays he made were like, wow, if this guy can ever figure it out, this guy's going to be dangerous. Yep. And he figured it out, and now he's dangerous. <laughs> he got a, he Mac got, Jones doesn't have he that. He got a great receiver, and he got Brian Dable. Right. Who but was, Mac he, Jones was, doesn't have you know, that potential. Yeah. yeah. Like no. physically, from a skill set, he has to play at a high level, no. you know, mentally. And then he, he needs yeah. to be lifted by great talent around him, and he has yeah. just so-so talent around him, I mean, in Josh, my opinion. Josh Allen's a unicorn. I mean, I don't, you know, nobody's like him. That's why That's I don't want to see comparisons right. to his first two years. I mean, he came yeah. in 
the touchdown so throw far away. with Mac Wilson draped on him, and he's got he's halfway out of bounds, and he just rifles it back. That's a great example. So Mac Jones, Mac has Jones that had a play. better rookie year than Peyton Manning. Are we? What are we <laughs> right. saying? What does that mean? But, Nothing. But Mac, Nothing. but Mac Jones had a play like that where he's rolling and rolling and rolling to the sideline and try to throw it late. And what, what happened? Got picked. Well, he didn't survive the <laughs> Like, that, it's just a physical. Hunter Henry should have came back to him. It's a <laughs> physical skill set that he just doesn't possess. And it doesn't make Mac Jones a bad guy. Because you're right. Josh Allen's a unicorn. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about what Bill said, what he did take accountability for. Let's find out. Let's hear from the head coach. Uh, and we thank uh, Microsoft Surface, the official sideline technology provider and laptop of the NFL, and the Patriots, providing players and coaches with the tools to succeed on and off the field. Check out the powerful Surface Pro 8, combining the power of a laptop with the flexibility of a tablet at Surface.com. Here's the head coach. Uh, all right. Not, not really too much to say here. Um, just obviously just couldn't do enough tonight. Um, and give Buffalo credit. They're a good, good football team, um, but we just, we just couldn't do enough. Um, so, had some opportunities, but just uh, nothing in particular. Just in general, not, just not quite good enough in any area. Red area, offensively, to making plays in the kicking game. So, um, yeah, it's about, it's about the end of it. Uh, Bill, Buffalo's last possession, about two minutes left. Uh, you have your timeouts. Uh, what went into the decision to not call timeouts uh, to try to get the ball back and let Buffalo run the clock out there? Talking about on the kneel downs? Yes. Yeah. I thought that was the best thing to do for our team. You know, we went the other way in the Baltimore game. You know, lost Mac for three weeks. I mean, I don't really think that was worth it. Three of twelve on um, third down offensively. It's been an area that has been a struggle all season. Well, what do you see there? Why that's been such a struggle? Yeah, combination of things. And then the two-minute offense at the end of the second quarter. Um, were you okay with the way the timeouts were used and the management um, in that situation? Uh, it came up short on third down, cost us another. You know, we didn't pick it up on third down, so we had to. Use a timeout there. Um, so I mean, in the end, we you know should have had a field goal at the end of the half, and we ended up not getting it. So, Bill, uh, why do you think the offense is still struggling so much at this point in the season? Yeah, well, I'll just say tonight, you know, we just didn't like I said, we just didn't do enough. Um, you know, had some opportunities and weren't able to take advantage of them. You guys had a lot of the same players in place last year as you do this year, and the offense was a lot more efficient. Anything specific that changed from last year to this year? I don't know. Just, just got through with the game here. Bill, given that he had done it in college, were you always planning on at some point trying to, to use Marcus Jones that way, or was it something specific this week that you thought that he might be able to give you guys a spark? Uh, yeah, he's, he's played on offense before. Bill, sorry, by the door over here. Are there serious changes you guys have to make on third down? I think you're three for 10 last week, three for 12 today. 
Yeah, it's a combination of things. So there's a lot of things we do better. Some of it's third down, some of it's first and second down. Did you feel like you couldn't be real aggressive on first and second down based on some of the stuff you guys had going on your offensive line? Mm -hmm. well, we were definitely working around some things there. Uh, yeah, we just need to do a better job. Would you consider the struggles on offense more of a play calling issue or an execution issue? Yeah, well, we just need to do a better job overall. Bill, on the Allen pass to Gabe Davis, the touchdown pass, where it looked like he was maybe going to go out of bounds, uh, Wilson was pursuing him on that. Did you think that he was out of bounds when he threw that? It looked like some guys had kind of stopped playing. I don't know what you saw. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't know. I don't really see it. Bill, there was a sequence at the end of the first half, um, second down and one. You guys ran it, called we the – sorry, I came in late. Yeah. Apologize. Yeah, no worries. Uh, Bill, was there any consideration to bumping Mike on one out to right tackle? Uh, Con McDermott got the start. He's been with you guys for about nine days. Was there any consideration to moving things around to get Mike in that spot and then moving someone else into that guard spot? Yeah, it's not always, you know, moving, moving one or moving two. Moving two is always harder than moving one. Um, and when we looked at our options, felt like that was, you know, felt like we did the best thing we could do. If we thought moving Mike was out there, we would have done that. Bill, did you feel conditioning was an issue at all defensively? They just were out there for, I think, almost 40 minutes. I thought actually we played pretty competitively. Andrew Callahan, far right. Bill, the decision to punt with 12 and a half minutes left around midfield on fourth down, what made punting the best for the team in that situation? Yeah, it's, you know, stay in the game. Any other questions? All right. Just, did it feel like the Bills maybe had a beat on what you guys were trying to do on early downs? Just felt like a lot of short passing screens into the flat. Did they get a jump on that? You think it's hard to keep players from getting frustrated against an offense like Buffalo um, when you're not incredibly ing aggressive through the air? Uh, what players are you talking about? Your, sorry, your offensive players. I don't know. You have to ask them that. Okay. It's kind of a, kind think, of a mic drop. Do you think conditioning was an issue on defense? Your defense was out there for 40 minutes. And he said, I thought we were competitive. Defending that defense. Mm, mm, mm. Defending that defense. Tough to defend. A Why do you think he might be doing that? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I can think of a couple of reasons, but I wouldn't want to speculate. I don't think. I mean, and again, I don't think the defense was horrible tonight. I think they competed. I thought they really made Buffalo earn their yards. It wasn't a lot of freebies, but I don't, I, I just, 
I, I have to stop short of saying, oh, great job by the defense, only allowed 24 points. I, I think we all watched the game and kind of felt like Buffalo could have named the score. And I know what you're inferring there too, Paul, but I think he's probably just as protective and loyal to his friends who are running the offense right yeah, now. I, I, thought he, I, I thought he sidestepped a, a question okay. earlier in the press conference about yeah. the differences between last year and yeah. this year. felt like it was mostly the same personnel Doug and more Cod, efficient yep. last year. What's the issue? And right. To your point, there's, Freddie, he didn't answer that either. There's Philip plenty Cummins. to question and, yep. and uh, critique right now without even getting into nepotism or anything like that. You know, I don't I'll get into nepotism, <laughs> like the fake punt. Okay. I mean, you know, they, well, you know, we did force a punt, but they oh, faked it. So. I mean, there's just Kendrick Bourne yeah, quote two years after ago. Kendrick Bourne quote coming yeah. out of this Kendrick thing. Bourne, I'm going to make a, a sneaky prediction. not going to make the end of the season? Not going to make the end of the season. Yeah. Um, by the way, the uh, the first punt that was forced by the Patriots defense tonight, mm-hmm. there was not a smattering of chuckles or any kind of sarcastic applause. No. I don't think the crowd was. Paul was in waiting the, for it. There was I, a little uh, bit, a little bit of a mock cheer. Uh, well, how, but how, no, but not not how like could I, you. How could you tell from your lofty perch up there? In the, <laughs> not like I thought it was going to be. To your point, with the serious folks, I just I don't. I think the crowd would have done it. I don't think they're in the mood. Everybody, they're uh, not, you know, the, the everybody underneath us, they they got up. But it wasn't like I thought it was going to be one of those, uh, you know, like when you get like seven penalties called against you in a row and all of a sudden there's one called on the other team and everybody. That's what I thought you were going to. Yeah, I I think they still wanted to believe at that point. They still wanted to believe like this is a real game. We didn't have to. It wasn't like an ovation. Like usually you get a third down stop and the crowd goes wild. It wasn't any of that. Uh, let's go to Kyle in Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> Kyle. 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 On the <laughs> hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Hey, Kyle. <laughs> um, I just got to say, who would have thought two summers ago, after spending $160 million in the offseason, that we would have these type of problems with the O-line, uh, quarterback <laughs> controversy, uh, wide receivers not getting open, going glazing on the routes, and then this Mac Jones thing that just came out with him saying stuff on the sideline. Um, I know it's been a mess. But it's like, it's hard to be optimistic in this situation. Like, we're not, we're, yep. if we do any worse, we're not going to get a higher draft pick. If we play too hard, I, I mean, the second round seems like the farthest we'll go. I hate to say it like that, but it just seems like it's been a constant, like, circle of just biting our own tail. Well, I tell you what, Kyle. I don't. I don't think uh, you know people like me maybe are going to be forced into pushing back against the optimism like I was after the win over the Jets. You know, I felt like I had to, you know, just for my own sanity's sake. Like I didn't see all that much improvement. I didn't see all that much to take away from it. I'm not hearing so far tonight. I'm not seeing anything. We're not hearing from anybody taking away much positive from this effort tonight. There's just no. there's not a lot there. There's, so the there's problem, not a lot like, to like. I don't mind to. beating the Jets ten three, right? I don't mind like winning ga- different games differently, you know, and being able to do that. Like when we're against a team like the Jets, it's good. we can win the slugfest. The problem is they can't win the games right. that against Confidence good teams. teams. <laughs> You know, I, I think that's a great point. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind beating the Jets ten three if they could beat the Bills thirty four thirty one. Right. The only <laughs> yeah. the, the problem with beating the Jets ten three is that's the only way they can win. Right. Um, Austin in North Dakota joining us now on the Patriots post game show. Hi, Austin. Hey guys. First of all, I just want to uh, say thank you for taking my call. <laughs> There's, I guess, where do we start? I mean, to me, last weekend. Uh, 
Jonathan Jones really struggled against Justin Jefferson. And then I saw him out there again with him this week. Not only did he struggle in coverage, but he had another big penalty again tonight. Um, another thing is, is I feel like Kendrick Bourne should be getting a little bit more playing time considering our offense has been struggling so bad. And it seems like we have guys that, I mean, they, they can catch the ball, but they can't make anything happen after the catch. Like a game like tonight, you could add a guy like Bourne. I mean, he did it for you a lot last year, in my opinion. Um, well, it's a very Smith different year. has been an absolute disappointment. Yeah. Uh, I, I really thought that he was going to be a, a focal point of this offense. And I'm uh, the last thing I really wanted to talk about is, it, am I crazy for thinking that there needs to be a coaching change? I mean, uh, in my offensive coordinator, ha- I mean, there has to be a change there in my opinion. I'm not saying that he's been absolutely terrible this year. Offensive line hasn't done Mac any favors. And to be honest with you, I, I completely get where Mac was coming from tonight. I mean, there's no reason why Mac Jones should be running around in the backfield looking like Patrick Mahomes trying trying to you know extend plays because that's not who he is. That's not who he's ever going to be. Yeah. I, I it just it really sucks the position that we're in because I another thing is, is I feel like we're slowly becoming Denver with the things that are happening on the sideline now tonight with Mac, you know all that. Hopefully that ends up not being as dramatic as I think it's going to be. But I mean if if there's already a locker room shift, I mean that just creates more drama to. Yeah, a drama filled. Well, well listen, the way it is, and, and uh, you know, Bill has admitted it, and players have admitted it. This is a tough place to play football. It's very demented. It's very demanding mentally, <laughs> and you know, these guys are wound tight. Very demented. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> deme- it's demanding, and and they're wound tight. And when things go bad, the tighter you're wound, you snap. You know, it, and that's yeah. what happens. And I think it, what, what it, it works when you're winning, but. Like uh, 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 the way Bill runs the team, it's not good when you're losing. And what you're hearing a lot of is the stuff that Mike is alluding to with Kendrick Bourne, and yeah. and, and I know that was where I think Mac was coming from. This desire to get the ball downfield, and they're very frustrated with a lot of the short stuff. And I think that the call is right because the short stuff is great, but they don't have a lot of guys that can do much with it short and make it yeah. a bigger chunk plays. Yeah, have you been yeah, reading what Bourne said? Of yeah, the Daniels. But yeah. you know, I, and and that and like I I don't blame Mac. I want Mac. To be upset, I just don't like the demonstrative stuff on the side. Well, I agree. But, He's but, very emotional. But, but you know, very emotional. Like we say, you know, we don't have receivers that can do anything once they get the ball. Well, when's the last time like we've really seen a guy hit in stride? Yeah, right. You know, we saw that against Minnesota a couple I'm, times. I'm not absolving, you know, Mac like, of, of like blame for Myers that. Myers yeah. was had had deep well, cross. The well, Thornton, it was a mid, it was throws. a mid crosser. You hit him in stride, and it's a 30 yard gain. Yeah. And and he airballed yeah, it, and then yeah. and Bourne seems like he's like letting it all out tonight. He had an <laughs> opportunity, and I know the game was over at the time, but he had an opportunity to make a play. And and as he was catching the ball, he would have been cutting right inside Xavier Rhodes, who I thought took a poor angle to the outside. He dropped it. Yeah, yeah, like he's catch full the of, ball. He's full of all what's right, and meanwhile, every time they go to him now, yeah, it's I, a mistake. It's yeah. a fumble. No, it's he, not like, I think Bourne is like what Fred is complaining about with Mac times ten. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, he's barely even been a contributor. I, I mean, I've never seen a receiver or any player really in the Patriots, you know, say these things that you know he's saying right now, which is just. 
you know, it, it's not the Patriot way. I also am seeing M- NBC Sports Boston's postgame show. They're saying uh, with Tommy Kern, feel like this is the lowest the Patriots have been in the post-Brady era. And I would say I probably agree with that sentiment right now. We're going to get to a couple more calls and some of your emails here on the postgame show. Uh, and we want to tell you about NFL All Day with NFL All Day. All your favorite Patriots highlights become digital video collectibles called... Moments. Not only can you buy and sell them on a secure marketplace full of thousands of NFL fans, you can use them to compete in epic game day challenges. Check it out. Find some moments from all your favorite Pats players on NFLAllDay.com. Touchview Interactive from the Yokers Company offers New England's leading schools and businesses technologically advanced and easy-to-use interactive displays, providing enhanced collaboration and improved student outcomes in the classroom, and an easy way to foster communication and teamwork in any business environment. Available in multiple sizes, Touchview also offers a built-in VC, allowing for easy use through video conference systems. For more information, visit Okers.com. This is the Gillette Labs with exfoliating bar. The bar in the handle removes unseen dirt and debris ahead of the blades for effortless shaving in one efficient stroke. Defending against cyber attacks requires seeing in the dark, understanding and ending every threat to your organization on computers, mobile, and the cloud. It takes cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere. A million dollars for picking players? That's a lot of money, DraftKings. You know how many jokes I got to tell to make a million dollars? Probably like a half of one. Take a free shot at a million dollars with DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Join the conversation by calling the Ace Ticket Hotline at 855-PATS-500 or email the show at webradio at patriots.com. I, I agree with Mike wholeheartedly on Pierre Strong. Now, that, to me, that's, no the, that's the play of the game. Yeah, don't try to tell me he was good, Hardy. Live from our studios inside Gillette Stadium, here's Hardy. Uh, a couple emails here. Uh, Chad in Atlanta, is it time for Kraft to clean house? I feel like if this were any other team in the NFL, we'd be expecting them to fire everyone and start fresh. The only reason people won't say it about the Patriots, it's because they're the Patriots. Um, there is an element of this, I think, certainly with with Bill Belichick. You kind of alluded to that earlier, Paul. It's like, well, you know, you're you know, you're talking about Bill, and you're talking about uh, a, a, a resume that gives you a certain amount of wiggle room. But think about this from an outsider perspective, which I always try and do. If you're looking at this team from the outside, you're whoever the coach is, you know, whatever it was, you know, whoever they are, and whatever. And it's tough to find a comp for Belichick because there really isn't one, but couldn't you be saying like, oh my God, they really got a clean house there. If you're, if you're looking at yeah. the situation that you had a guy that here. didn't have his resume, you'd be asking those kinds of questions. Yeah. You have a young quarterback who seems to be regressing who usually gets blamed for that. Well, he's not developing the quarterback. He's the first round pick, but that's yeah. out of the question. He's not right. His job's well, not I think in jeopardy. The thing that Paul always goes to is losing the locker room. When you lose the locker room, that's when all bets are off. And, you know, I'm not going to say that he's losing the locker room right now, but I think you're seeing a team that is very, very frustrated right yeah. now yeah. by how things are going, and understandably so. I've been watching them for four months, whatever it's been, and I'm frustrated watching it because they just th- there's been no progress, which is, to me, the most surprising thing, that you would think that after all this time they would have found something some kind of consistency, but not. Speed in Fresno, before we get to Mac Jones, Speed, what do you got? 
Um, wow. Uh, that was that was pretty pitiful, disgraceful offensive performance. But um, I, I was thinking about um, Fred's comments about Robert Kraft and um, just Mac's apparent, you know, uh, annoyance on the sideline at the end. Uh, maybe maybe it's like um, it's kind of like we got to think about how we're going to carve up the blame pie. And I know I know my because I've cared about Mac's performance probably above all else this season. I've been focusing on what he does well and what he does poorly. Like I focus on how long the ball takes to get to the sideline and the flat. I mean, like I focus on that, and I probably discount a little bit the the, the negative influence that Patricia's incompetence has on, has on that. I think that anybody who's trying to think about all this stuff probably needs to think about it like somebody like a good businessman like Kraftwood, which is that like all of these things are mattering. So. I, I don't know how you saw that, and it's also just—I would imagine that in the the, the patriot with the patriot way, where you're just supposed to be kind of like a, a cog and just go with the the flow and do your job. I'd imagine like having a sense of personal frustration would be even more damaging than than maybe in other places which allowed more free expression. What do you guys think? <sighs> Again, they're going to point to the, the the history of the team and the way things have been done here for a while, and and you know how much do you how much do you blow up even even as an owner, and like how much do you look at and say how much of this realistically needs to change? And if we're being even more honest, looking back to last week against Minnesota, how many people are saying this offense needs to be totally retooled? And, you know, it's just it's not it's not working at all on any level. You know, you know this is the difference that a week makes, and. I, I, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, who is coaching the offense right now and what that means going forward. But, you know, when Spee asked that question, Curtin Chapel Hill says, you know, how many teams are in worse positions than the Patriots right now when you consider, he says, no quarterback, no offensive line, no offensive weapons, no linebackers, no proven cornerbacks. Well, I, I heard a much different story literally one week ago. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, well, do you, do, yeah. do, are you, are you they're the a middle worst of, team in the league? Yeah. No. Or are you, they're a middle no. of, they're they're middle of the, they're, they're, they're middle of the pack six. team. They're in the middle of the league right now. This right. is where most teams live you know, for a if few you wanted years. To be, if you wanted to be really negative, like, like some of the, you know, some of these reactions have been, you could make an argument that they're, you know, fortunate to be six and six. They haven't really lost a game that they quote-unquote should have won, but they've won one or two that they easily could have they lost. They should have won the Chicago game. They got blown out, Fred. It wasn't even close. I know, but they should have won that game. <laughs> they shouldn't have been blown out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no. if you want to tell me that they have no business getting blown out by the Bears, yeah. but they had no chance to win that yeah. game. Yeah. Like They had a chance to lose both Jets games. They had a chance to lose the Pittsburgh game. Yeah, They haven't really won a game – I but mean, they, should, no. they haven't really lost a game that they, quote-unquote, should have won. Right. Right. And, I mean, but, you know, just last year, they w- they were second place in the AFC East, probably third place. They lost to Miami twice. This year, they're probably going to be fourth place, probably not make the playoffs. So, you know, what direction is it heading? I think it's pretty clear. I think the team has been very similar to last year. The difference is that the Miami and the Jets have gotten better. Yeah, and our offense has gone completely incompetent. Well, everybody's talking about Mac Jones and uh, him being on the sideline and what he was yelling and who he was yelling it to. He was asked about it here relatively early on in his press conference, so let's hear from the quarterback. 
Uh, Mac, uh, there's a video going around right now uh, from the broadcast where it's showing you on the sidelines and showing you oh, appear to be frustrated, where it, it appears that you're saying something along the lines of throw the effing ball, uh, the effing something game sucks. Uh, can you share with us what exactly is being said in that moment or what was frustrating you in that time as opposed to letting internet lip readers take care of it? Yeah, um, obviously just kind of let my emotions get to me, but, um, you know, we're kind of playing from behind. And what I said was about throwing it deeper in the short game. You know, I, I got to execute that part better, but it's the short game that we kept going to, which was working, but... I felt like we needed chunk plays, and um, you know I shouted that out to kind of get everyone going. And that's emotional. That's football. I'm passionate about this game, and um, obviously you don't want to get your emotions let you know get the best of you. But um, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. Like it wasn't directed at anybody, just emotion coming out, and we kind of needed a spark. So um, when you're playing from behind against a really good team and a good offense, you need to go out there and make better plays, and, and that starts with me. So um, definitely wasn't good enough by me tonight, and um, all you can do is watch the tape and see where we can get better. But playing catch-up's hard. Um, we didn't want to do that all game, and um, I didn't do a good enough job getting ahead early and um, making it work. So a uh, tough one, but hats off to the Bills for playing a good game. Mac, obviously it's a somber atmosphere in the locker room. You mentioned a little bit, but what's the frustration level like for this locker room now, especially on the offense? Yeah, I think um, we didn't play our best game, obviously, and we let our team down. And um, I think when we all play together, you know, the defense, special teams, and offense, when we finally get a chance to do that, I think the results will be there. So we didn't do that on offense. I thought the defense did great. Special teams did great. So um, got you know more games to be played. Season's not over, and I uh, got to watch the tape and see what we can do better, and and just have a positive attitude. Um, you know, that's a good football team that we played against tonight, and we'll have to play against them again. So um, you got to give credit where credit's due, and um, yeah, just got to work harder. Mac, there was a third and six play right before the half from your 29-yard line. Looked like you were pressured. You ended up throwing the ball out of bounds. Did you? Look down the field, thinking maybe I can pick up the ball with my feet, or did you? Or was the pressure just there that you know no choice, just throw it out of bounds? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think um, I think there was 22 seconds. We didn't have any timeouts, and if you take a sack, not only do you lose yards, but you don't have a timeout. So, you know, we would have to run the field goal team on with a sack, maybe out of range. It's a tough thing to do with 22 seconds left. So I threw it away and played for the field goal. Um, I'll have to watch the tape and see if. I could have done something differently, but that's something we focus on a lot here is situational awareness, and that was the right play for that time. All right. Uh, he did throw that one away. If it's the one I'm thinking of, I think it ended up about 12 rows up. It was a good play, yeah, actually. I I, it, I'm totally I with okay. Mac on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and look, uh, on the bad list tonight, Nick Folk needs to make that kick. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad looks, you brought that up. I thought you were avoiding it. I but. wasn't avoiding it. And I look, even, <coughs> excuse even with me. a tired leg? Even with the tired leg, and even in the you know the the hurricane force winds, uh, you know against the Jets, no, he needed so to right make what, at least one of the ones that he missed there. It's uh, so you can see he's not going to be able to get the first down, and if he does get the first down, he's got, watch as he comes out here. He has a guy chasing him, and there's a guy right there for the right. Bills. Okay, so if he gets the first down, he's going to have to cut inside the half ends. Right. They're not getting the yeah. field goal unit on the field. 
So he, he, I thought did he handled that play uh, really well. And I and I would say contrast that to last week in Minnesota right. when he had a, a brain cramp and took a sack in a situation where you can't. I, oddly, I feel a tiny bit better after listening to him the way he answered that first question. And he said, you know, what he said essentially is right. Um, th- they weren't picked to win this game by most people. That is a good football team that they played tonight. This is not one of the wins that I know that I had circled as a game that they had to win down the stretch here. Um, and they're 6-6. Six and six. You're a middle-of-the-pack football team right now. There are games left to be played. But yeah, you ended up losing a game tonight that I thought you were going to lose. So trying to keep things in perspective. <coughs> Those are my final thoughts. Fred, what are your final thoughts from the game uh, tonight? Oh, is this it? This is it. Were you not ready? I'll come back to you. Yeah. Deuce, what are your final thoughts on the game time. tonight? Uh, more of the same. This is who the 2022 Patriots are. It's uh, it's frustrating and, and unfortunate. You put in all this time and, and you know get to this point, you come to the realization that that's what it is. We'll see what they have over these last five games, if they pack it in and, and totally give up or if they you know fight a little bit and, and, and make it interesting. But I, I think this pretty much sealed their fate for this season. Well, I couldn't agree more with Mike. I think meet the 2022 Patriots, same as the 2021 Patriots, just not quite good enough against quality competition. And to Fred's point about the 10-3 game, that there's one pattern of a game that they've displayed that they can win, and that's get a lead, make the other team chase, and keep it you know, somewhat low scoring. And once it gets out, out of hand, once you get down by two scores, I felt like the entire because like, I thought there was some I mean, juice. That, but, but I thought I, there was some juice in the stadium <laughs> tonight, and they went down seventeen seven, and the game may, may as well have been over. The way you kind of laid it out, though, they did have a lead, and it was a low scoring game for the most part. Tonight. But they but they were chasing all night, like they had a they lead. Had a, they had a lead early. They never had the ball in the lead. Oh. Is my point? Like they never had the ball in the lead. They got up seven three. They didn't the, have the ball after seven three. The Bills scored first. Yeah, but then it was the Patriots matched it. And then the Patriots, I mean, the Bills scored again, 10. and that was game. That was, that was 17. That was it. Game over, man. Game so it, there's over. only one way they have of winning, and that's getting a lead yeah. and making the other team chase all night in I a low-scoring game. I, I, I got there you. were a lot of things, obviously, that bothered me about this game, but none rattled me more than Bill coming out with that cloak in the second <laughs> half. Amen. I, 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 I had never seen that before, and I never want to see it again. Yeah, it's, uh, that's kind of perfect. Does that make it into the hoodie blog you at can't all? can't wear that. I think, I think I'm going to make a special occasion for it because I, I feel like it's so unique, and this game was such a SH sandwich. You can't <laughs> wear those types of cloaks if, you're not, if you don't have the black boot cleat. <laughs> you can't have, like, a powder blue Mike cause my cleat. Yeah. And, on, and, and if you want to know what that, work. that different attire was – you have to subscribe yeah. to, to MikeDusso.com yeah. because yeah. that's behind right. a paywall. Yeah. The halftime change, yeah. halftime attire is behind private. a paywall. I'll do a video, private video halftime. It's from my Patreon. Don't, just give, don't just give that away. Like us. So all of a sudden we were in the NFC North. Playing at Metropolitan Stadium. In the 50s, you know. <laughs> I was waiting for some guy to come out of it. Like, yeah. you know, like Joe Cummings. Well, Jabril Peppers, just Peppers just came onto the field with it on at one point tonight. And he like threw it off. It was like on the field of play. Someone had to go and get it Jabril, no. yeah well Even let's pep is, it off. if if we can't agree to find any optimism at all can we at least uh focus in on the fact that um we as a as a show have the weekend off yeah and technically have next weekend off too yeah sure all right yeah, they're monday gonna be, they're gonna be in arizona yeah so um monday 
a week from Monday, I should say, yeah, uh, the game in Arizona, and then we'll have that that Vegas game that might could get flexed. All right. So it's in play at this point. I People were say. saying about flexing, and somebody said, can they get flexed into next season? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ouch. Um, Not dealing with adversity well. But for everybody involved in the show tonight, thank you so much for uh, helping us put together. Thank you to all the calls. Sorry we didn't get to a lot of the emails tonight. There's a lot of them. But a lot of us are saying the same things. After uh, the Patriots lose, I will say, I said it at the beginning, I'll say it again now, unceremoniously to the Bills tonight at Gillette Stadium. Your final score for the final time, Patriots 10, Bills 24. That's for you, Paul. Thank you for listening and watching. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.